Welcome back to the LD Radio. Let's get right into the day's topic. Today is going to be a little bit different. Usually we cover news events happening all over the world. Today we are going to focus on something more local in Northampton, Massachusetts. And we have our very first special guest in the studio today. Everyone give it up for Mary Bliss Parson. Thank you for having me. Now, ladies, we're all familiar with the Salem Witch Trials, am I correct? Something women all over Massachusetts fear. But the funny thing is, instead of us women sticking together, we decide to throw each other under the bus and lie about who's a witch and who isn't. Many innocent girls all over the state end up dying from these horrific trials. Fun. Mary's story is similar. She was accused and threatened by a woman she could have become friends with. And that almost cost her her life. Now, how would you react if I told you Mary has nine children? And, may I mention, she's completely innocent. The children would have to grow up with no mother figure just because another deceiving rude lady decided to get Mary in trouble. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a radio host. Anywho, Mary, tell us about your life growing up. Well, for starters, I was brought into this world on March 16, 1616, in Gloucestershire, England. My parents were Thomas and Margaret Bliss, and at the time, I only had one older brother. I lived in that lovely little town until I was eight. Then my parents decided to relocate in Hartford, Connecticut. I do believe it was 1646 when I got married to the love of my life, Joseph Parson. Together we escaped our hometowns for a change of scenery. We ended up in Springfield. Justin and I always had dreamed about starting a family. So that's what we did. But we wanted a big family. We already had three children. Plus, Joseph and I loved the little ones so much. We just needed more. And our tiny house was getting pretty cramped. So the five of us decided to pack up and move to Northampton. Joseph fit right in. He became one of Northampton's leading citizens. He is a very successful merchant and served as a select man and was on the committee to build the first meeting house. We also own one of the very first taverns in town. Wow, that's amazing. You two seem perfect for each other. Oh, I love him very much. My life was wonderful. Not a single flaw in sight. Until a few weeks later, after I moved into Northampton. I gave birth to my fourth bundle of joy. Joseph and I were overfilled with happiness. Just a step closer to achieving our dream. But in the same month, a woman called Sarah Bridgman 
gave birth to a boy who ended up passing two weeks later. She brought it amongst herself to accuse me of her baby's death and claim that I cast a spell on her child to cause him to fall ill. I did no such thing. I didn't even know what that child looked like. She just put my name in her mouth because I married rich and was well known for my husband. She wanted to see my family fall. (laughs) The nerve of some people these days. Right? The rumors spread like a wildfire, and soon enough, I was on trial. It was a chilly October day in 1656, but I walked into the courtroom with my head held high. I knew I was innocent. I will say, though, it was shocking how many people decided it was okay to spread more lies about me, even under oath. But did warm my heart to know there were people on my side. The arguments went back and forth for a while. Finally, the court decided I was, in fact, innocent. The Bridgmans were given a choice, publicly apologize or pay a fine. And you know what she chose? To pay the fine. Oh my gosh. The next almost two decades, I was watched closely by everyone in town. Jeff and I were even talking about moving back to Springfield because of it. And we were so close to moving too. But now, I'm making yet another appearance in court. How long has it been since you've been proven innocent? About 18 years, I believe. Wow. Are you fearful? Of what? Them finding something? Me being hung? Of course not. I know very well that I'm innocent. The only people that need to believe me are myself and Joseph. And the jury? Well, yes, the jury too. Do you think these trials are solving any issues? Definitely not. They're just causing innocent lives to be cut short because someone decides to spread lies about them. I mean, I myself don't believe witches even exist. So I think these trials are absolutely unnecessary. I see. Well, I think that's all we have time for. Thank you, Mary, for coming in and sharing your peculiar story. I hope people start finding you and women like you innocent, just as you should be found. Thank you. Oh, of course. This has been LD Radio. I'm LD, signing off.